Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Scored 16 unanswered. Pick it to the end zone. Ferner Ruth touchdown. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock. Right here on the fan, that audio you just heard, courtesy of NBC Sports, the Steelers getting the win out in Vegas last night, beating up on on a pretty bad uh, Raiders team last night. I, I I don't I don't know really what to make of the Raiders. A ton of talent. Josh McDaniels, I I, I still believe he's in over his head. I some people I just don't understand how they get second chances at a job and. He's he's looking like one of them right now. Yeah, I mean, the the team loved Richie Bisaccia, and they went to the playoffs, and then you know he brought in Josh McDaniels, who, you know, is probably a, a lot different than Richie was, mm-hmm. and it's probably a lot for these players, and um, they're getting rid of a lot of the players. Uh, same thing he did in Denver yeah. when he was there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he ran it all in Denver. You know, I know that for a fact because I, I would talk, you know, if I had deals to get done, you know, if I was talking with Josh, I had a chance. Otherwise, if I was talking to the GM, it was a waste of time. Steelers win 23-18 to over the Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. Steelers improved to 2-1 two, two and one on the year. Kenny Pickett, he had the, uh, you heard the touch, one of his two touchdowns right there. That one was to Pat Fryermuth. Also threw another one later on, 16 for 28, 235 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, only sacked one time. Uh, the Steelers ran 31 times, over 100 yards on the ground as well. The defense is there. Offense had a better day last night. I'm still not, sto- I'm still not sold on the Steelers or their offense for that matter, uh, but we'll see. Let's go out to Seattle, where the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. they beat the Carolina Panthers 37-27. to Seattle winning their second game in a row. Uh, Geno Smith's looking different than he did uh, in week one in the season, where he looked downright atrocious. The last two games have been better. Uh, they get the overtime win last week in Detroit. This week they win at home against Carolina. Geno 23 for 36, 296 yards, a touchdown. And a pick. Kenneth Walker, two touchdowns on the ground as well. DK Metcalf, over 100 yards receiving in the game. They got to be a little concerned about the defense. I mean, Andy Dalton threw for 361. You know, so, I mean, they got blown out at home by the Rams. And then they, uh, you know, gave up 27 points. So they've given up a lot of points at home. Let's go out to Landover, where the Buffalo Bills, they came into town to take on the Commanders. Completely one-sided game in this one. The Bills blitzed the Commanders 37-3. to 
Uh, Sam Howe, four interceptions in this game. Terrible game for him. Terrible game for the offense. Antonio Gibson, his weekly fumble. I, I just, I mean, this isn't a game that I had the commanders winning anyway, but they look like they didn't even belong on the same football field as the Buffalo Bills. And I think some of it is what you said earlier the the cream of the crop is starting to kind of rise to the top a little bit as of late and i know coming into the season people were wondering if the bills that missed their championship window could the jets overtake the bills in the afc east but the bills look for real right now oh they look very good right now you know and i don't know if that's you know good for washington (laughs) that they look so bad and they've given up 19 sacks over the last three games. So, I mean, the offensive line's not good. Are you still all in on Sam Howell? I was never in all in on Sam Howell, but he's who they have right now. And I've said from the beginning, I would not be surprised if we see all three of these quarterbacks play. Well, not all three. I don't know if it'll get to the point to where uh, I I forget the guy's name that uh, Jake Fromm is on the field, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Jacoby Brissett at some point. Every year Rivera's been the head coach in Washington, he's played every quarterback on his roster. So I don't expect this year to be any different. That's a tough deal, you know, for um, for Washington, you know, especially offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a new offense. You got, you know, coordinator that wants to show out and probably feels like, damn, I go from Patrick Mahomes to this. Tough. Total difference, indeed. The good thing is the NFC East as a whole looked terrible uh, this week to this point. The Giants lost Thursday. The Cowboys looked terrible against the Cardinals yesterday. And uh, the Eagles will play tonight against Tampa. We'll see how that one goes. Let's go out to Cleveland where the Browns uh, took care of the Titans 27-3. And that one, Deshaun Watson had himself a pretty good day, 27 for 33 through the air, 289 yards two touchdowns uh amari cooper seven catches 116 yards including the touchdown as well derrick henry only 11 carries for 20 yards on the day you combine the fact that the browns defense not only shut down the run but sacked ryan Tannehill five times held him to only 104 yards in the air that looks like a dominant defense right there well when you got you know an mvp candidate as a pass rusher Mm -hmm. had three and a half sacks you know, and five tackles. I mean, he's a wrecker. Yeah. He's a home wrecker is yeah. what he is. I mean, he wrecked, <laughs> he ruined your home. And he's he's a beast. And, they, and they've got corners. They, they've got people, mm-hmm. you know. And on paper, I mean, on paper, their defensive players are probably a lot better than what the Ravens are going to line up with on Sunday. Let's go out to Jacksonville. A lot of expectations on this Jaguars team coming into the season. The, the AFC South isn't good. We expected the Jaguars to run away with that division. Not so fast. The Jaguars 1-2 now after that blowout loss yesterday to the Houston Texans at home. C.J. Stroud, 280 yards through the air, two touchdowns. Tank Dale, another fellow rookie, five catches, 145 yards receiving, and a touchdown. How much of that was the Texans just having a great day and the Jaguars not looking like the team we expected them to look like? Yeah, I was reading where Peterson thinks his guys are, you know, so tense and so tight, you know, because the lofty expectations. Mm-hmm. And young teams have a hard time handling that. Bob, or Bob, uh, Cordell, C.J. Stroud is fourth in the league in passing right now. 906 yards. Yeah. And he's... 
every week he's kind of getting better yeah, and mm-hmm. better. It started like towards the end of the Ravens game, yeah. you know, and then he's he's taken off what like 700 yards the last two games yeah it's it's been a good first three weeks for cj stroud texans as a whole not great but they did get their first win on the road against a division opponent yesterday we'll see if they can build on that let's go out to new york where the patriots took on the jets the jets they just can't get right without aaron Rodgers on the field they lose 15 to 10 I mean, what more do you want out of your defense? They struggle to beat the Patriots anyway, but they're not going to beat anybody without any dose of offense. Well, I think the defensive players feel like we got no shot. They're defeated. Yeah. And I think ever since Rodgers got hurt, I'm sure amongst themselves, we're done. Mm -hmm. Just because there was so much positivity about with Aaron Rodgers, yeah, they're – I, I don't I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I, I would agree with that. Speaking of one of the worst teams in the league, let's go out to Minnesota where the Vikings remain winless considering they just lost 28 to 24 against the Chargers. Chargers get their first win of the season. Uh, Justin Herbert over 400 yards passing three touchdowns in the game. Keenan Allen, 18 catches, 215 yards as much as. You know, the offensive stats look good for the Chargers. The Chargers wanted to give that game away, and the Vikings just refused to take it. This was a battle of two teams that didn't want to win, and ultimately, I I guess the Chargers came out on top. Well, it's like uh, the Vikings kind of want to rebuild, you know, and get started on it and kind of don't. If they would – and if if I'm the Vikings, I'm 0-3, probably not going anywhere. No. So, um, they play Carolina this week. Yeah. You'd hope they'd be able to bounce back. I may may trade Kirk Cousins. Uh, You know, because if I'm going to tank it, you know, I'm going to go get me Caleb. I'm go all in. I'll trade Cousins, get me a whatever. I I should, you know, can I get a one? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Can I get a a high two, like from the Jets or somebody like that? Get Get a good draft pick and then add to your... Draft picks. Let's go out to Green Bay. The Packers, they defeated the Saints 18-17. to Packers improved to 2-1. and Saints pick up their first loss of the season. We talked about Derek Carr going down earlier. That's a huge blow to them. They do, however, get Alvin Kamara back. Uh, is it after this game? Is, is it next week? Or three games. It was only a three-game suspension, so he'll be back this week. That's a plus for that offense for sure. But how about these Packers led by Jordan Love? They look good. I mean, they they had to pull the comeback. They score 18 unanswered points in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, to to win that game. But the Packers look like a team that could be in the hunt in that division. Well, you know what's going to be cool, Cordell, is Thursday night we finally got a, you know, Detroit's at Green Bay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to get a good look because Detroit's a real physical team. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say the Packers are a little bit more finesse offensively at least. So that's going to be – that'll be – we'll find out a lot about, uh, you know, the Packers in that division because it's only between those – you know, otherwise the other two teams are on six. Yeah, at the, at this point. And speaking of the Lions, let's go out to Detroit where the Lions defeated the Falcons 20-6. to The Falcons pick up their first loss of the year. But this was a game that was dominated by the uh, Lions defense. I mean – you, you talk about physical defenses. Aiden Hutchinson is starting to look like the player that Two everybody thought he would look like. That's what I, I don't get, Cordell, with Jacksonville. What, you know, what are you I, trying to I don't do? Know. 
You know, I mean, you got a guy, you got the first pick of the draft, you need a pass rusher, yep. and he, all he's done is get sacks in college. He's he loves right football. You know, he plays hard. He's competitive. He's going to be a leader of your team. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, they, they try to invent something, you know, and the guy they have, what's he got? Maybe one sack? Trayvon Walker, has he hasn't been Aiden Hutchison. No. Ha- hasn't been Aiden Hutchison. That's like getting too cute. Yeah. And and they're not the type of team that should be trying to get too cute at that point. They're, they're still putting the makeup on in the mirror right now. But coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll switch gears. Check in on the American League East. We'll look at the American League East report. Check in on how the Rays weekend went this, this past weekend because we care a lot about what's happening in those Tampa Bay Rays games. We'll look around the other teams in the division as well. Can 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 Toronto still find themselves in the American League wild card? We'll look at it next here on the... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan. Yankees, Boston, Toronto, the Rays. A closer look at the AL East. Brought to you by Window Nation. Get 50% off any style Window Nation windows. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. Plus, pay nothing for two years and receive an additional 10% off your order. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. Vinny and Haney. And a high fly ball left center field. And it is off the wall. Two runs are going to score. It bounces way back over to center. Springer's getting the wave home. And it's an inside-the-park home run. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7. The fan, Cordell Woodland, in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. We're getting you your AL East report, that audio you just heard, courtesy of... uh, Sportsnet Toronto, the Blue Jays, they defeat the Tampa Bay Rays 9-5 to in large part due to, I would say in large part due to that inside the park homer from George Springer, and that helped. But George Springer completely took over the game. He had the inside the park home run. He has the, uh, the diving catch in the game, also threw a runner out in the game as well. I mean, George Springer 
completely took over that game uh, and helped the Blue Jays get a much-needed win over the Tampa Bay Rays 9-5 to yesterday. And, you know, you look at you start looking at these games and they're getting slimmer and slimmer. Teams are running out of games right now and the Rays – Albeit the Rays are still comfortable, I think, in the in the wild card race right now. They're in the postseason. But in terms of winning this division, they need every win they can get right now. And dropping games into in the division, that that's not gonna cut it. So the Rays lose to the Blue Jays yesterday, nine to five at home. The Yankees, who cares about the Yankees at this point? But we do love talking about the Yankees' losses, and they picked up another one yesterday, losing seven to one. To the Diamondbacks, Zach Gallen picked up his 17th win of the season. The Yankees and Diamondbacks are actually playing right now. They're the lone day game uh, going on right now. I think first pitch was at 105 in that game. And as I check in on it, I don't believe there two is a – Oh, it's 2-0 two, yeah, two Arizona already in the bottom of the first as it's right here on the TV in front of me. So – that, that helps a lot. So the Yankees already getting off to a losing start in today's game. Looks like it's the rain is still a factor out of New York today. And that one, uh, the Red Sox. The Red Sox lost 3-2 to two yesterday against the White Sox. Uh, it looks like that game may have gotten called early. They only go six, game, six innings in that game. Uh, so the White Sox take the 3-2 to two win over the Red Sox. Again, the Red Sox season is over doesn't really matter but we will enjoy uh teams in the division picking up more losses the orioles of course they took on the cleveland guardians yesterday in a getaway game orioles win five to one yesterday against the guardians kyle gibson gives the orioles seven strong innings picks up his 15th win of the season Adley Rutschman helps in the win as well as he reached base four times yesterday. So a good day for the O's getting out of that series, taking the last two games of that four-game set against the Cleveland Guardians. As they come back home, they have the off day today uh, before taking on the Washington Nationals the next two days. And then they'll have the Boston Red Sox for a four-game set to close out the ser- to close out the season. All of those games will be right here in Baltimore. Let's take a look at the American League East standings. The Orioles still sit atop of the division. They have a two and a half game lead. Remember their magic number now is down to three with the Orioles winning yesterday and the Tampa Bay Rays losing on the same day. The Rays two and a half games behind the Orioles. The Blue Jays 10 games behind the Orioles right now. The Yankees 18 and a half games behind Last I checked, there aren't 18 (laughs) games left in the season. And the Red Sox in last place sitting at 76 and 80. Let's look at the American League wildcard standings right now. The Tampa Bay Rays, they've already clinched their playoff spot. They're sitting atop of the wildcard standings. The Toronto Blue Jays, they have a two-game lead sitting behind the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. The Houston Astros, they currently hold that last wildcard spot. But they only have a half-game lead over the Seattle Mariners right now. And uh, the Mariners and the Astros actually start their series starting today. Uh, Tonight, first pitch is at 940 out in Seattle. So that'll be a huge series that will have big-time implications on the American League wild-card picture. And and, and it's crazy that the Astros are 
even in this position right now. They haven't been good. Neither have the Mariners. Both of these teams riding a three-game losing streak right now. But I guess the surprising thing for me has been the fact that the Astros have been so bad at home. 39-42 and 42 at home this year. That That's just not going to cut it. And that's just not the way the Astros usually play ball. But the Mariners... Like I said, the Mariners have only won four of their last 10 and probably not the best sign for the Mariners. The Astros have been amazing on the road, 46 and 29 on the road this year. Like I said, they're taking on the Mariners uh, in a series right now, that series in Seattle, and that will hold a lot of weight in terms of the American League wild card picture. Coming up next here on Benny and Haney, Doug Farrar, he'll join the show. We'll talk some football with him, look around the NFL as a whole. Some of these injuries starting to pile up. Will Joe Burrow be on the field tonight for the Cincinnati Bengals? We'll talk about all that and more with Doug Farrar next here on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fan. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 1057 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline. We got Doug Farrar from USA Today. What's going on, Doug? Hey, guys. How are you today? Quite a a Sunday for the NFL, yes? Oh, a a big day for the NFL, indeed. And let's start with the team that had probably the biggest day yesterday, the Miami Dolphins. I mean, they put up 70 points on the Denver Broncos. They beat them by 50. I mean, Josh McDaniels is looking like one of the – better young coaches in the league mind you he was a ball boy for the Broncos didn't even get an interview but that's neither here nor there are the Dolphins as scary as they look through the first three weeks of the season I woke up this morning and put on the all 22 and I just finished a tape piece about it over on touchdown wire plug plug and it's the thing about this particular game is that they didn't have Jalen Waddle who had a concussion for week two so I mean, they still have Terry Kill and their other receivers, but they didn't have that sort of dual speed threat they usually have. And Mike McDaniel ran the ball, I believe, 43 times. I mean, they just they, they flipped to – and remember, McDaniel was Kyle Shanahan's run game coordinator from mm-hmm. 2017 through 2020. So imagine those two guys in a room for four years devising all these evil run concepts, and we know that Shanahan is the best run schemer in the NFL. 
Well, McDaniel has the entire playbook, and he's added wrinkles with motion that are just insane and impossible to stop. And they weren't running, like, advanced. I mean, it wasn't complicated stuff on its face. It was, like, crack toss and power and whatever. But the, the eye candy, like, oh, the guy getting the ball is now a wide receiver in a tight split, but he's motioning to the backfield, uh, Devin a chain, and then you have Raheem Mostert already in the backfield, and Tyree Kill's running, you know, a sweep, and it's like, okay, where's the mesh point? Who do I focus on? So the element of deception is one thing in the motion, the misdirection, and all that. The thing I came away with, basically, this offense is the Tyree Kill Chiefs with Kyle Shanahan's run game. And I don't know how you stop that. I just don't. Hey, Doug, if you were general manager or owner and the Chargers lost that game Sunday, would you have fired them <laughs> after the game? There was a minute 51 to go. Yeah. You know, and yeah. um, you're on your own 24, and he went mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Well, it's funny how uh, Brandon Staley is getting pilloried for that, and Josh McDaniel is getting pilloried for not going for it. And I, uh, and McDaniel, by the way, had good reason for doing so. <laughs> um, I think the problem was because he's always been unconventional in you know supposed you know quote unquote analytical situations. And that's just part of his DNA. Um, I think if his defense wasn't an absolute garbage fire. Um, you know, he's a defensive coach and we were defenses that bad. Same is true with Matt Eberflus in Chicago. Um, something's not resonating and I'm not sure who they would get to replace Staley. You know, I might, if I were, uh, in charge of things, I might see how it goes, but he would certainly, his chair would be on fire at this point. And it's not, you know, it's not this or that decision it's sort of the overall thing. I mean, he held on to Joe Lombardi, the old OC, far longer than he should have in a very reductive passing game. When you have a guy in Justin Herbert who has top three tools among any quarterback in the league, and we're starting to see that with Kellen Moore. So I might take a deep breath and bring in Staley for a serious talk and say, all right, we need to get a few things right, or maybe we go another direction. We're talking to Doug Farrar from USA Today. He joins us via the WGK Law guest hotline. Is Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Doug, let's go out to New York. The Jets, I mean, it felt like their season kind of was over once we saw Aaron Rodgers go down in the first couple of minutes of the first game of the season. I mean, what are they going to do here? Are they just going to sit and watch their season go down the drain? Because we got a lot of games left. Or are you expecting them to try to make a move to try to salvage this thing? They have to do something. Zach Wilson is not a functional NFL quarterback. I'm not saying that to be mean. The tape shows it. Tape showed it last year. Tape showed it this year. He can't read basic stuff. Uh, he hadn't, you know, it, it's just not working. And when things aren't working, I mean, and it's not like they, it's not like the Justin Field situation where they're running an offense that really doesn't fit his tools. Um, I just don't think Zach Wilson has the, the mental acuity and the physical wherewithal to succeed at that position in the NFL last year, you know, it's, okay, let's throw Mike white in there. Let's throw Joe Flacco in there. I don't know what they can do uh, in season. It gets complicated, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, they're wasting uh, their offensive line is a problem, but everything else, the run game's good. Defense is great. Um, they're wasting a lot of talent on the most important position in the NFL 
we're talking about guys getting fired. I don't think Robert Sala or Joe Douglas are going to get fired, but if you keep, you know, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same result, that's kind of where the Jets are right now with Wilson. Hey, Doug, I, I was just looking at the stats. I mean, Cleveland defensively, they're oh, awesome. Wow. Statistically, yes. they're phenomenal. And did you see from Watson, did you see improvement? Not on the backward pass, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was that bad. was pretty bad. I got Aaron, I got Aaron Brooks flashbacks. I'm glad you brought up Cleveland's defense because I wrote about them a lot uh, preseason and into week one. Did you notice in the Titans game how the Titans, whenever Miles Garrett would move from one side of the yeah. formation to the other, they would move two tight ends with him, and he still got, what, like three sacks? Three and a half. Um, yeah, three and a half. So it's not just him. It's Okoronko, it's Zanarius Smith, who's been just playing his butt off. Dalvin Tomlinson they bring in. And the the real key, and I'm sure you know him, is the addition of Jim Schwartz, which, you know, mm-hmm. he – you know, he's got that wide nine. They're doing a lot of really cool things with their fronts. And Schwartz is one of the best guys in the league at disguising coverage and just showing you a picture that you think it's this, and then it becomes that. And that's becoming more prevalent in the NFL, but he was way ahead of the game. So, you know, I think if Deshaun Watson can play reasonably well, I think the Browns are a very problematic team for opponents, and it is entirely resting on that defense because they lose Chubb. So now you really have to rest on your defense because I don't know what Deshaun Watson I'm going to get from week to week, series to series, play to play. I just don't know. Doug, out in Green Bay, the Packers get a win yesterday, a tight win over the Saints uh, to improve to 2-1. and one. We didn't know really what to expect from this team with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, Jordan Love finally getting the keys to the team. What do you make of the Packers through three games? Yeah, and they had that what seventeen to nothing comeback with you know all his skill players out. I think Love's played really well, mm-hmm. and I think the thing that's impressed me this season, especially in red zone situations where you have to you know torque your body really quickly because everything happens so much faster in the red zone. He's really good at integrating his upper and lower body. Like he he throws with his feet first, and everything else just works, and it's like a whip. And it's his he can count on his mechanics. So even when he doesn't have his best receivers. He's in a position where he's confident in the link between his physical and his mental, and it's working incredibly well. I mean, the, the, the first half was a bit of a, you know, a problem, and the Saints, by the way, their defense is absolutely a top three or four defense in the NFL. Their, their combination of uh, weird fronts with match coverage on the back end is maybe unparalleled in the NFL outside of the Cowboys. Um, and with Trevon Diggs gone, maybe they're the best now. Uh, unfortunately for the Cowboys, but you know, to, to come back from that kind of waxing in the first half, the way he did, I think that was tremendously impressive. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot to dissuade me in the first three weeks from the idea that he is, you know, he's the next guy. What do you think about the games tonight, Doug? Uh, I'm extremely interested for all kinds of reasons in the Eagles Buccaneers game. Cause I don't know if Joe Burrow's playing. Uh, I will say about the Rams, they're doing such a good job with Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua, their speed receivers. Uh, they're using a lot of that Miami Dolphins speed motion stuff. And Sean McVay is dialing it up in a, some really interesting ways. So that'll be fun to watch. And Lou Amaruno's Bengals defense is one of the most fundamentally sound, fundamentally sound in the NFL. So, And if Burrow plays, obviously that's better. Um, the ways in which Dave Canales has dialed things up for Baker Mayfield for the Buccaneers it's a really nice combination of a protection-based offense 
with the ability to make big plays. And you guys know this. Usually when you're keeping an extra guy in or it's 12 or 13 personnel and you have that tight end at the wing trying to block, well, you have fewer explosive weapons downfield. Canales is doing a great job at giving Mayfield the protection he needs to not go rogue and do things he shouldn't do. With the, the route concepts and the, the just ideas that give Mayfield the ability to make what I would call smart YOLO throws. And this is a, an Eagles team that last week against the, the uh, Vikings, because Brian Flores played that, you know, five deep coverage all the time and big nickel. He just wanted to get, he didn't want to get scalded with a deep pass. So the Eagles just ran it down the Vikings throat. I do not see that happening uh, when you don't run it a lot when you're facing Vita Vea. So, I will be tremendously interested to see through two weeks. Jalen Hurts has played okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have to have a really big game tonight and and pull some things out that he hasn't pulled out since last season. Doug, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you making some time for us today. We'll talk again down the line. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Yep. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll wrap things up, take one last trip through the funhouse with quick draw before inside access takes over at two right here on The Fan. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock where inside access would take over right here on The Fan. Before we get to the fun house, Got a couple of games going on tonight, both of which you can hear on the fan and our sister state, our sister station, 1300, the bet, uh, the Eagles and the Bucks game will be on the fan and the Rams and Bengals will be on 1300, the bet tonight, but we got two games guys still got to give the picks for tonight. Uh, Vinny, who are you going with for tonight's game? I'm taking Philly over Tampa and reason being is. Philly's got an excellent defensive front to rush the passer, and Tampa's O-line is not great. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to get after Baker, and if people get after Baker, usually turns it over. So I'll go Philly there. And then the other one, if Burrow's going to try to play some, um, I'm taking the Bengals, and the Bengals got a good defense. They'll get after Stafford, and they got corners that can cover. So and it's at home for the Bengals. So I'm taking I'm taking Cincinnati. Uh, Bob and myself, everyone's on the Eagles. That was an easy one. Uh, as far as the Rams and the Bengals, I've got the Rams. So does Bob. Back against the wall game for the Bengals, and I do agree with Vinny there that they are at home, prime time. You can't go to zero and three on the season with or without Burrow. Doesn't matter. Could be interesting. I still think the Rams have the edge here. Yeah, they could. I mean, the Rams, granted, they're they're only one and one. They lost, uh, what was it, to the uh, Niners. Niners? Yeah, close you know, game. Yeah, the close game played them tough. The the Rams haven't been as bad as people thought they'd be coming into the season. They, they trade Cam Seattle. Akers. Yeah, they blew out Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, in Seattle, and then they got uh, young receivers like wearing it out. And Stafford looks looks good and in shape. The bigger what if for me is again, I think it's unlikely. Eagles probably win tonight. But if the Buccaneers go to 3-0, and get a win over the defending NFC champion. Which is team. possible because Hurts hadn't played great. Right. 
what's the narrative going to be around the Bucks? It almost kind of reminds me of the Panthers a couple years ago where they got off to a, what, a 3-0 and start with a, everyone knew it was a bad team, but they were still 3-0. and You had to talk about them. It is a rough division. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we changing the way we feel about the, the Buccaneers here? I'm not. No, we'll see tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, even if they win tonight, I, I, and I think they're going to play the Eagles tough tonight. I do. Um, that said, even if they win, I'm not putting too much stock into the Bucks as a whole. I still don't think too highly of the NFC South, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the Falcons have looked decent to this point. You've got the Bucks, the Panthers. The Panthers stink. Uh, and I, who, who's the other team? Atlanta? At, um, no, uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Well, New Orleans picked up their first loss yesterday, but we don't know what they're going to look like now with Derek Carr yeah. having to miss some time. But it is an it is an opportunity for the Bucks in a division that I do believe is a toss-up. It's an opportunity for at least them to steal this division when it's all said and done. And I think, honestly, I think it may have been a little too premature to expect the Bucks to stink. I get Brady's not there anymore. Maybe they're not Super Bowl contenders, but he's had Brady's had a nice supporting cast around oh, him. Out Mike of Evans and Goodwin. Yeah, they got some. They got some weapons. And defensively. You know, via, you know, inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to. Still yeah. got the linebackers. I mean, you still got a decent secondary. I mean. The O-line is. O-line issue. is a problem. Yeah. yeah. The, O-line, the O-line is a problem for sure. But uh, like Doug Farrar said, it seems like they put together a nice little uh, recipe for success to keep Baker healthy and also kind of keep Baker from himself. Because even some of these passes he's making down the field, I mean, Mike Evans is running wide open quite a bit. And and Mike Evans is going to play the way he has. It's going to make any quarterback look good. And he's fighting for his contract. Perfect time to have him. Perfect time to have him. Uh, Quick draw. Let's take a trip through the funhouse. Quick draws. Funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First texter here says, The biggest issue that I have with Lamar is his mechanics. In my opinion, that's why his passes uh, seem to be behind receivers or over their heads. Uh, needs to do better with the fundamentals. That's his feet. It's all about the feet, you know. Feet kind of take the ball where they're supposed to go. If you're not stepping and throwing, it's hard to be totally accurate. Uh, another one here says, uh, we had a caller earlier talking about taking more shots downfield, being aggressive. Uh, texter here says, I agree with the caller. They do need to attack downfield, but... As far as yesterday's game and maybe going forward, bad offensive line play is always going to put a stop to that. Yeah, and they were blitzing and bringing it, you know, and and Macari was struggling. You know, I mean, they were getting there with four because they got four guys that can get there. So, yeah, it's hard to hard to throw deep when you don't have a lot of time because all that's going to happen is, is Lamar's going to have to take the ball down and scramble. Uh, Jim in Delaware says, when is Steve Bashotti going to finally realize that Harbaugh is not the head coach this team needs? Uh, between boneheaded decisions late in games uh, and inability to keep a relatively injury-free starting lineup as well, Ravens are being held back from achieving uh, their lofty goals. 
Well, I don't know that uh, Harb's cause for the injuries. Right. You know, I mean, what's he going to do? It's. It, I, I think I, I agree with Cordell. I think it's about you have guys that have a history of being hurt all the time. What do hurt guys do? They stay hurt. And one last one here from Chris. This one on the Orioles says, what a difference a month makes. I think the postseason rotation for me is a little bit different now. Bradish Rodriguez still one and two, but he's got means up at three. Gibson now at four, surpassing Kramer. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, how could you not? The way Kramer is pitched down the stretch in the month of September, you you don't want that type of momentum going into October. You, you'd rather have what Gibson's giving you. And look, Gibson hasn't been perfect this year either, but he has looked like he has somewhat righted the ship. And it's all about who do you trust to open these games. I trust Gibson more than I trust Bradish in the first five innings of games because the likelihood of the game getting away from Gibson is, in my opinion, slimmer than than Kramer going out there and stinking it up the joint for the first three innings, and now you're playing catch-up. I'll go with Gibson. And look, with Means pitching the way that he has since he's come back, I mean, look, it's a small sample size. And even if he does start in the postseason, I don't know how much you can ask from him, but I, I feel good about Means right now that'll do it for us here on Vinny and haney another great one in the books appreciate nolan great job as always appreciate our guests today good doug farrar and kyle barber uh bob will be back tomorrow i believe so yep. bob will be back in this seat tomorrow appreciate you guys from having me yep. until Thanks, tomorrow Cordell. class dismissed okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 